0: Okay, this is Dennis, and this is tip number two, uh, trying to give you some help in understanding the Bible. Trying to keep it brief, trying to keep it to five minutes. Uh, We're going to talk about the term die or death in Scripture. There are four meanings to this word that's used in four different ways. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read off the four. Number one is spiritual death. Number two is physical death. Number three is negative experiential death. And number four is positive experiential death. Now, death always means separation. Spiritual death, number one, means separation from the favorable presence of God because of sin. Uh, number two, obviously, is separation of soul and spirit from the body. The negative experiential death is separation from vital fellowship with Christ. That's when uh, the dead branch falls from the vine. That's dead. That's experiential. And then number four, positive experiential death is uh, death to the world, the flesh, and the devil. And that can only be done by the power of the Spirit helping us to mortify the lust of the flesh so that we are separated unto Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, let's look at the first one, spiritual death. Uh, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree, this is Genesis 2.16, by the way, of the tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. Now understand the word of God is very precise. God says, in that very day that you eat of the tree you will die. And uh, I have right here in Genesis 5, 5, So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. So, obvious conclusion by comparing Scripture with Scripture, you know, that's how we come to understand the true meaning. Uh, By comparing Scripture with Scripture, we see that God must have been speaking about spiritual death, separation from Him, number one. Uh, And that's also later on accompanied by physical death, okay? So, um, that's what happened to Adam. He immediately, as soon as he sinned, uh, he fell. Uh, and it says uh, in First Corinthians 15, 21, 22, But since, uh, since by man came death, that's by Adam, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. That's Jesus. And uh, verse 22 of chapter 15 in First Corinthians, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Understand this. Uh, Adam was our representative. He was a human representative. Uh, he sinned. Satan sank his Uh, fangs in the jugular vein of Adam and he poisoned his blood and that blood is passed on to all of us and so everyone born except for Jesus born of a virgin that's why he was born of a virgin uh, have sinful blood so the Bible says we're born going astray we're born separated from God okay now that's a, a spiritual death so physical death is evident we don't have to go into that too much all die Um, And then negative experiential death, what does that mean? Well, it means separation from vital fellowship with Christ. And we have uh, pictures of that. You know, I'm really concerned that many times uh, I see on the web that people are quick to say somebody else is not saved uh, because they don't believe right. Uh, They may believe right about Jesus and be wrong about a lot of stuff. Okay, Or they may be living a sinful lifestyle. They've fallen into sin. does not necessarily mean they're not saved. Uh, and let's look at that a little bit. So um, it says in, this is Second Peter 1, nine. For he who lacks these things, and the things he's talking about are the things that go with spiritual maturity, uh, people who haven't grown in Christ, that's the idea. Whoever lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, you've, you're saved, but you're blind. Uh, you're spiritually blind. You can't see, and you can't see Jesus, and the sweet fellowship that perhaps you once enjoyed is no longer there. That can be rectified. Now, uh, Revelation 3.3 speaks to the same kind of a death. This is experiential death negative in context or in, uh, in, in its uh, experience. Revelation 3.3 is Christ speaking to the churches, uh, and to the angel of the church inside us write, These things say, says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, that's Jesus. I know your works, that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. So this is, we sometimes call it backslidden, Uh, That's the idea that uh, experientially they're dead. But you see that he says, uh, uh, remember how you received and heard. In other words, remember the gospel message. Remember the calling of Christ by grace. Hold fast to that and repent. Change your ways, okay? And then um, there is the uh, positive experiential experience uh, of death and how can death be positive well this is a death to uh the bad things and life to jesus christ uh in romans eight thirteen, it says for if you live according to the flesh you will die now that means believers and we see that that sometimes believers die early because of their sin they they don't turn or maybe they're not led in the right way i, I don't know it might be the, fully their responsibility um, we know that Paul said of Demas that he has forsaken us because he loved this world more. It wasn't that he wasn't a believer, it was that he got in, entranced through the world and he didn't want the life of a missionary. He wanted to be uh, accepted by the world. Uh, some people say that man's not saved. I say he is. Uh, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Now that means experientially, but you can also die physically uh, in current when the uh, believers were not doing the uh, communion service correctly, they were not seeing Jesus. They were not perceiving him. They were not doing it in remembrance of him. It was not a spiritual service. They got drunk at the table. They ate all the food. Uh, they robbed the poor people. And so Paul said, because of this, you, many of you are weak. Okay, that's the first one. It's incremental. Many of you are sick. That's second and many of you sleep. In other words, many Christians were dying because they weren't coming alive in Christ in an experiential way. Do you see that? Okay, I hope you do. Okay, so uh, here's the good way of looking at that. Uh, If you live according to flesh, you'll die. That's bad, obviously. But if by the Spirit, and by the way, this is the only way you can do this, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Paul said in Galatians 5, um, uh, walk in the Spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. He doesn't say you won't have the lust of the flesh, but he says you won't fulfill them, and there's a big difference. We all have a sin nature. It wants its own way. That's the lust of the flesh, not just sexual In every kind. want to be number one. we want to have everybody slap us on the back and tell us how wonderful we are. Uh, that's a lust, a lust for power, lust for money, lust for sex. All those things are bad. And Paul put it this way, he summed it up this way, I know that in me there is no good thing. Do you know that? Do you know that? That, And Don't keep looking for every little sin. Understand the old man, the old nature is totally corrupt. He never had a good thought. And thank God he died with Jesus on the cross and now we're new creatures in Christ and we're capable of having fellowship with Jesus. And that's what this is all about. Uh, This is this experiential um, death in a good sense. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. That's one thing. Lay that down. But here's the other. Pick up this. Uh, Philippians 3, 7, 11, Paul says, But what things were gained to me, those earthly things that I had, those honors I had, those I have counted counted lost for Christ, Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. Paul did not say, oh, look at the big sacrifice they gave. He says, no, it was all rubbish compared to what I got in Christ that I may gain Christ. Now, gaining Christ means gaining his approval. Now, this is not for salvation, but this is approval uh, from the master. He says, Well done, good and faithful servant. It's not uh, trying to get yourself saved. You're already saved, but now you want to live uh, by the Spirit, a life that pleases Him. Uh, Verse 9 says, And be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. In other words, it's free. Take it. Believe it. Okay? that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. What he's saying is not, I hope I get resurrected because I led such a good life. What he's saying is, I want to live like a resurrected person right now uh, because Christ is alive and I'm alive and I want fellowship with him. And when I'm infused with his spirit, how sweet it is and I don't care where it takes me I'm willing to suffer I'm willing to do whatever uh, Christ wants me to do but I need to be empowered by the spirit led by his word and understanding these things and I hope that helped you it's twice as long as I thought it would be but nevertheless I think it's good stuff don't you amen God bless you